today we um i i don't think any of you have been in any of the other sessions so i'll just introduce this um this these conversations basically started as a way to um for young women to talk engage ourselves and to learn from other people who have been in similar situations like us so that's basically what this is about it's nothing too fancy or too formal it's basically some sort of relaxed atmosphere where you can learn and ask as many questions as you want so um today we're going to be talking about something that is very dear to our hearts <laughs> as we all would would all would agree um and if you say i have to i'm not sure i'm pronouncing your name right you you got it. i think you tried more than most people yeah <laughs> Okay, who will be speaking to us today. She's an internal medicine physician. She works with the NHS Trust. And I am certain she has like a lot to talk about today. So I'll just stop talking now and let her um, take the floor. Please mute your mics so that you can hear her and we oh, can all okay. focus. Okay. Um, all right. Yes. So I think, I think it's about the NHS I'm supposed to talk about the UK, yeah, and coming to the UK, I guess, basically. Um, I think basically it depends on I have had many people over time asking me, um, UK, is it UK, is it what I want? People keep asking. And I keep saying there are different pathways, you understand? It depends on what you want as a person. Do you understand? It's not it's you have to first decide is this is this what I want or is this not what I want? If it's not what you want, then you need to you need to be able to find what pathway you want. If it's Nigeria, if it's uh, US, then follow the pathway. So I'm just going to talk about the UK pathway because me, I already knew that it's UK I wanted. What made me choose UK was just for me it wasn't the money actually. For me it was it was the it was the quality of medicine here. That's the main reason I kicked UK. In a little big background, I trained in, in Ukraine for six years, then I came back to Nigeria for at least five years. Being in Nigeria was, was, was awesome, you understand? But I felt there was a lot of things missing, you understand? Maybe you, if you've seen what it is outside and compare, you have what to compare. But I think it's difficult for people that are in Nigeria that have nothing to compare with. So I actually felt like a lot of things were being you had a lot of brilliant doctors in Nigeria. I kept saying it. My colleagues were very brilliant. They had brilliant minds. As in, they were way, way brilliant than, you know, what I see outside here. And I'm like, if these guys were giving half of the opportunity that they give them outside, these guys will really go far in their field. But I tried my best to adapt to Nigeria. It didn't work out. It just didn't work out for me. So I made up my mind to go to the UK. Now, the UK pathway is a bit... It can be a bit daunting at first because you might feel like, oh, the money. I think that scares everybody. To be fair with you, the money is a law. You understand? And I'm not someone, me, I'm not someone that had like millions in my account before I started. I see people say, yeah, have 1.5 million, have 1.7 before you start this pathway. And I'm someone that I just didn't have that money. That's the truth. My parents were. My parents were comfortable, but they're not some people that would just give me money and say, okay, go leave the country, go outside the country. You understand? So I don't think my parents were ready to do that. Besides, I'm female. They want to, most people expect you to be like, oh, get married before you leave. But I'm just that kind of person that I didn't 
I just told myself, okay, I wanted to go to UK because of the, just because of the, um, what do you call it, the education we had here. So I decided to go for IELTS. That was 2016. I wrote, I did my, my friends, the good thing in this, I tell people in this is have friends that support you. If you have to move in leagues, that's in clicks, that you guys will support yourself. This journey is not something you do alone. Because along the journey, people think, oh, the journey is straightforward. The journey is not straightforward. I'm going to take you through the, my journey and maybe you understand the beat and later you can ask me questions. It's not straightforward as people say, okay, right? IELTS, blah, blah, blah. So out of 100% of people that write it, maybe 20% will get it very straightforward. So for me, it wasn't that straightforward because I started my journey in 2016. And in 2016, I remember I wrote my IELTS in September. And when I wrote the IELTS in September, then there was no guidance, you know, there was no people were not forthcoming with information. That was the problem I had when I started the journey. We had a lot of Nigerians in the UK that were not really helpful with information, which I found, which I really found very bad. So most people didn't tell you about what's going on. You understand? Most people didn't come out to say, oh, this is what I went through. So I think it was all about everybody wanted everybody to suffer. Like, okay, I did this, you have to suffer to, to do it, you know? And when I started the journey in 2016, I think writing the IELTS was a very big problem for many of us. So all my kids, like I called, like I'm starting this journey, they were like, I want to do US exams. And I'm like, yeah, US is cool, but if you have the money, cool. But if you don't have the money, like, why don't we try the UK system? This is me that I didn't have any money in my account. I was working in a job that was paid 100K. So I was like, okay, fine. We started the journey. We wrote the first IELTS. Everybody in my kid passed the first IELTS. You see how daunting it could be. I didn't pass the first IELTS. It was a very, very sad time for me because that was in September. Because I didn't have that money to start paying for IELTS over and over. Then I met one of my friends and he like, oh, I've written IELTS seven times. I haven't passed. And I was thinking, oh, I've just written it once. And I was looking at him like, okay, he's written seven times and he's still writing. That gave me a lot of motivation. Like, okay, you can do this. And I went for, for me personally, I know people say, oh, do online, read about this, read about that. I'm just someone that I like to understand where my fault is. So I went for an IELTS coaching class. That's that's for me. Everybody's different, but me, I knew that my problem, because when I, my result came out, my writing was 6.0. And I was like, if my writing is 6.0, no matter what I do, I need someone to tell me what I'm doing wrong. I can't just keep throwing my money and I need to understand what the problem is. So I, I went for a coaching class in Abuja. Um, I forgot uh, one is near, I think it's near NDC. That's where I did my coaching class. I paid 35,000. So that's, these are money that, you know, you didn't, you didn't think you pay. But I paid, then I paid 35,000 for coaching class for, they say four weeks, but you could have it for six weeks. The man doesn't really send. He coaches you to the day of your exam. That's why I like this particular guy. His name is Paul. And... <clears throat> Paul was a fantastic teacher, you know, he, we had three, two sessions, I think, two sessions or three sessions, I can't remember, twice in the week. And he, he really, he really helped me because he really showed me where the problem was in my writing. And I wrote, I wrote, I went again for the second attempt in December and I passed it one time. My writing was very good this time around and I passed it and I was so excited, you know, and the next step was plat one. So immediately after I passed it, remember booking these exams are sometimes the problem. You know, you can tell yourself, oh, I'm going to do it this time, this time, this time. Remember that booking 
for the exams get filled up the slots get filled up very fast you know and a lot of people are writing it's not only nigeria you have people from india pakistan everywhere they're writing these exams and the slots are getting filled up easily so as i passed it i just told myself i'm going to write it in i think i took a big risk i thought i was going to write because i passed the exam in december because i mean like I, I failed the first one in september i wrote another one in december and i passed it december 2016. i went with going for plab one for march if you are not i had a good job at least i got i less i i, I got in a, be, a better job from the 100k i was getting i was now getting a 200k job so the 200k job was cool because it was nine to five job and there was no weekends there was no nights so that was a very good job in abuja so i enjoyed i enjoyed the job very 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 much chiamaka hello chiamaka hello can you just post a bit um someone they brought a delivery downstairs for me um my dominoes sorry let me just pick it up what did you say i couldn't hear you let's collect something she wants what? to collect her delivery oh okay okay that's fine that's fine so we'll just wait yeah Guys, just gonna order pizza. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I, what did you say? I ordered <laughs> my over dominoes before I started. All right, so let me just go back to where I was. So sorry for the for that. Uh, so Plabon cost me. I remember it was two hundred and something pounds. I think two hundred and thirty pounds. Remember, the journey is with exchange rates. So the better the exchange rates good for you and um, most people did their exchange rate maybe at 400 460 then when we did ours <clears throat> the first batch i think was 600 pound for exchange rate then when i i wrote mine i think it was 550 the exchange rate so usually the plab journey is dependent on the exchange rate really usually so you should just ask yourself okay so that's why I'm saying, no matter what you save in your account, if exchange rate drops, that's good for you. If it rises, you know, it's, it's just a lot of balances. So for Plab One, I think I registered in March. That was two hundred and thirty pounds. Then I think I paid one hundred and something thousand for that. Was alright, and I just had I think six weeks to prepare. <clears throat> now for praying for Plab One, I always advise people: don't do things solo join groups join groups you you might not understand this till you get to the uk groups help a lot solo journey doesn't really help in this pathway maybe in uslv maybe but plab doesn't really help because you need a lot of information trust me you need a lot of information to be in the uk because if not uk is just like a system that nobody's going to tell you anything except except you have information from inner house nobody's going to just wake up and say oh do it like this no so I was in a Plabon Telegram group. I think anybody that is not in it, I can always add the people there. But I think majority of people I know are in it. But, but I can always send a link and people can always, in this chat, can always just be there if you want to. Today you are ready to write Plabon. 
it's a good group we started the group on the basis of okay let's discuss questions about plabon i started discussing questions on plabon and i just had six weeks to prepare i think then we had 1700 questions to read on then um we had 1700 questions i read oxford textbook with the 1700 questions i think that's a good thing and i read it subject by subject because the day we went to the exam in march march plab is unpredictable and i think march march exam i think is one of the hardest exams one of the hardest parts then i don't know if you see the same because March is the first paper, June is the second paper, then November is the third paper. So it's three times a year they do um, they do PLAB. And then we just had five, just had one center in Lagos. And then we just had two, two in Lagos, we just had two centers. So if you don't register on time, that's it. By now I heard that there's centers everywhere in Nigeria. So that's a good thing. But then it was just two centers. So it's 2017, I wrote PLAB one in March. And once we did that plab one, it was cool. And the preparation was intense for me because I had six weeks to prepare. We had people that were preparing for three months, four months for this exam. I just had six weeks to prepare for this exam. And I prepared for how I thought I could prepare for the exam. Going into the exam, I'll say the exam is not as, it's just the way the British think. It's not, they're not going to give you copy and paste. People think, oh, if you read 1,700 questions, that's what's going to come out. No, they're just going to give you what's similar. The, the exam is just to test the basis of your understanding of basic topics. For example, you might get an ECG. You might get two or three ECGs. You might get pictures. I think I had two or three ECGs and I had pictures of all these, um, all these diseases, all these pictures. All, then you can get pediatric, and if you have pediatric questions, psychiatric questions, but sometimes depends on the curriculum. Some questions will be more than others. Some subjects will be more than others. That why I say some some months are easier than others. You understand? So depends on your strong points. Imagine if they bring someone strong points that and the person will pass it. Imagine bringing someone's weak points. So they, it's not that person is dumb. So when people feel plabon, don't look at them like, oh, you feel. No, the exam is, to me, it's a bit technical because you can never, no matter how you read, you know, it's all about understanding the subject. So they ask, they love, they love the plabon, just to note, they love to ask lots of investigations. They like to know what's your plan. They like to do all this normal, what's the best, what's the best that, what's the best investigation you use, what's the first investigation, there's difference. What's the first investigation? What's the best investigation? What's the most sensitive investigation? So they want to know if you know what you are doing. If when you start working here as a as an FY2, and FY2 is what we call the level of a let's see NYSC. Yeah. So after writing plab one, your result takes four weeks to come out. So it's a very long time. So I think that period, most people that had had information already started saving money in their account for PLAB 2. I didn't have money. So PLAB 2 is £830 or £35. Don't forget, you still have to pay for £835 plus you still have to pay for lesson academy. There are different academies, so you pick what suits you. I went for Samson Academy because it was in london my family is in london so it was okay for me to pick um samson so you could pick any you could pick any academy that suits your your taste 
and I think the academy was going for 500 pounds if I remember 550 pounds so that's plus 835 pounds plus 550 pounds plus your flight ticket to go to London then I, I, I my flight ticket was 320,000 naira. so if you could get your flight ticket earlier that's a good thing then accommodation usually is like 400 and 400 pounds or 450 pounds for one month uh, I did an acad- I did academy for five four weeks then my exam was on the fifth week so um, but now I heard that there's academy in Nigeria so that's a good thing you know you could do the- I don't see the difference most people ask me oh when you're academy in the UK I, I can specifically say to you guys there's there's no difference because when I was at academy in London how many times did the man come to teach us the first class second class and the final class you know it's not and okay who are you practicing with oh you think oh i'm going to practice with the british i'm going to practice no you're not going to practice with you are not going to practice with the british or whatever like that you're going to practice with your fellow nigerians or the fellow Ghanaians or the fellow south africans that come or indians you know those are people you practice with you know and plateau is more practice but there's an academy actually in nigeria in lagos i don't know what's going on with it but it's one in like in lagos and I think that's fine because it saves your money at the end of the day. You go for the academy in Lagos, you know, from then you now go for the mocks in London. At least the mocks in London is like, should be two weeks or a week to your exam. And I think the mocks are very, very tough. The one in Samson Academy for me was very tough. And I liked it. I liked that he set the bar very, very high. So it was very, 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 very high. So I like the fact that that's what happened. So I saved uh, for my visa processing, that's another long process but for visa processing you should have some money saved in your account i used my mom as my sponsor because i didn't have enough so i had to use someone as a sponsor to you know get into the uk so that was fine got my visa got to the uk did my plap two and went for the exam the exam is the exam is 18 stations um two rest stations 18 stations 10 10 minutes each it's a bit uh Club 2 humbles everybody. That's what I keep saying. Um, no matter how good you are, no matter how good you are in OSCE, brilliant-minded you are, that's not Club 2. That's not Club 2. Club 2 is not even testing so much of your intelligence. Basically, what I'll give you, a clue what I'll give everybody is, Club 2 is just basically testing, can we work with this doctor? That's, that's just the truth. Can we work with this doctor? So, if you can work with the doctor, fine. If you can't work with the doctor, they just that's what they're just testing. So each station tests something in you. You understand? So you can get a station where the patient is erratic. They want to see how you're going to manage an erratic patient. They, they want to see your combination of your knowledge, combination of your interpersonal skills. They want to see interpersonal skills more. So most people don't know how to explain diagnosis to patients in the most simplest form. So most of the cases they bring us is what happens actually in the NHS. You know, you have patients that are not satisfied. They want to report. How are you going to handle such situations? You know, some there are a lot of there are a lot of stations in the. That's what the academy will take you through. The academy takes you through different scenarios. So that will help pretty much. Um, but the thing is that that's plap two. Um, after passing plap two, I, I'm trying to summarize it so that at least you could ask me questions. Um, after passing part two, yeah, job hunting. <sighs> job hunting was um, was a bit long. Most people think once you pass, there's a job waiting for you. The UK is waiting to just give you a job. 
<laughs> I think that's that's the notion. I think people should just off. It's not like that. UK does not just everybody is looking for the job. Do you understand? Everybody in the whole world is looking for that one job. You have people from India applying for that job. You have people from Pakistan applying for the job. It's not only you. Even in Nigeria, you have you have as you're applying, you have senior registrars applying for the same goddamn job. So you are dealing, you are dealing with it's not easy. You're dealing with guys with so much experience. You understand? You passed flap two, you scored high. Who cares? Nobody's going to ask you if you had 18 over 18 in flap two. Or if you had you had if you had um in Plabon, you had out of 200 marks, you had 190. Nobody's going, nobody cares in jobs. The job phase is to me one of the most challenging phase in Plab 2. I call it Plab 3. That's what we call it. Don't forget, once you are once you pass Plab 1, please, please try and be in a Plab 2 group, a Plab 2 WhatsApp group created by admins. There are some groups that are very good very very good because they will help you when it comes to job people enter the club to whatsapp groups and they'll be like oh it's just for whatsapp it's just for no 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 it's not it's just for club two after club two i leave i'll be like nah don't don't do that to yourself stay there till you get into the country don't leave that group because that group have what we did with that club what i did and my friends did was that we created those groups to keep self-running so we have many many groups so what the idea is we needed a group that can help a lot of people once you once you enter plap to journey we help you from visa stage to, we didn't want you to go it go alone you understand so we wanted people to have lots of information so the truth of the matter is that the job face is very important so you need someone to go through your cv i'm saying this is important in that space because i in my former job before i got into training I used to do what they call it. I used to, my consultant calls me to come and vet CVs, you know, vet, vet job applications. So I go with him and it was part of my academic stuff. So I go with him. There's so many applications and he was like, okay, let's go through all the CVs. And we don't waste, we don't sit down to start looking at everything you write. That's why when people tell me, okay, if you can go through my CV, I'm sorry, it's not that I can't, I can't do it for everybody. What I can just tell you in summary is that you have to sell your market. How do you sell your market in two minutes? That's that's what I tell people. You write a lot of things, you understand? You write a lot of things and you, need to, you don't just... I think most problems with many doctors don't have to sell their market. You need to know how to sell your market in job face. Sell that market. You know, someone can write, oh, I set lines. That's normal and cannulation, yeah? But someone else will write same thing in a different way. I'm an expert in line setting. You know, the type of person we just put it, you know, you just be like, wow, why you are just, you know, you are just there, you know? And most people put like, I work in so-and-so government, no, I work in private hospital. Don't do that to yourself. They look at the hospital you work in. So don't, 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 don't sell yourself short because you have Nigerians that are going to apply that are working in federal hospital. They are senior registrars. They are junior registrars. They are working in, in a, more than a 2,000 bed hospital. You are working in just a 20 bed hospital or a 10 bed hospital and you are not putting it there. You know, don't do that to yourself in job face. Job face, you need to package and sell yourself. Don't, or for example, for example, if someone is working, for example, in life camp, um, private hospital, 
you know you wouldn't put it like that you understand if just put lcc lcpl hospital no need to write the full name and they will now find out that it's, it's private hospital you know package your hospital well you understand just package your hospital package what you are doing don't just go and over don't sell yourself shots basically and don't lie never lie you know don't don't lie that's what i would tell him but don't please be whatever you write in your cv follows you forever so you you must not lie so the job face and GMC registration, GMC registration, I can't take it here now, but GMC registration, usually club groups help with that. We have people that help with that. So you don't make an error because most people make an error in GMC registration and your whole club one and club two have wasted because GMC will not register you. And that is it. I've seen people with made serious errors. Please, in GMC registration, I beg anybody, please, before you fill the form and press submit, Find out from your somebody else that has done it. Do you understand? And ask them. Do you understand? Please, can you go through this? Because there's some things you have to fill in for your GMS registration. If you got, for example, some people did their house job. Some people didn't get full registration before they started uh, NYC, and their dates don't coincide. And they will just put it there. And James will be asking you, how come you started? How, how come you're working without full registration? provide evidence they'll start shaking some people say oh i worked some people all these things you were doing now uh, you were working with that registration before you started and before you started house job because you're waiting for a job you shouldn't go on it's, it's wrong in in in, in gmci standard so you shouldn't do that too. so sometimes sometimes they also ask about length of schooling so, so i know most people because of strike they stayed eight years in school so they will always ask you why did you stay more than eight years in school? Do you understand why? So if you had strike, we, we, what we call it now is industrial industrial action. So you must just put that. Then your names must all coincide. Whatever name you're using to register for GMC should coincide with your names in your certificate, should coincide with your name in MDCN license. All your names should coincide except you are married and have the whole particulars for change of name. So that's that. Then you get to the job phase and get you, go, you get interviewed by different consultants. So the cons consultant interviews, they're basically going to ask you a lot of things. So if you if you have BLS, it's an added advantage, you know. So try and get yourself some BLS, um, ILS, ALS, ACLS, anything you can do while you're doing waiting for job. It helps with your job application. Then what else? Okay, yeah. Then training. I'll just go straight into training. I, I came in and I think after I came in in 2018 and I decided to go into training immediately. There are different pathways to training. You know, I came into the country and they said, oh, these only people are only talking about GP, GP, GP. And there's seriously, there are different people that are different. Right now, I think the only ones that were having difficulty penetrating right now is surgery. Because I've been trying with all my friends to make sure they get into training, you know. And so far, all my friends have gotten into psychiatry, they've gotten into pediatrics, they've gotten into ops and guying. I got into internal medicine. The problem we're facing is surgery. Because the one friend that we thought would get into surgery this year didn't get. So it kind of shook all of us because, wow, it's what we've been prepping at least for a year or so for. So it was kind of shocking she didn't get in but but surgery is competitive in the uk so just to know so if surgery is your dream mm, i don't know it's tough 
I will be honest with you, it's very tough to get surgery in the UK. But so far, if there's any other field you can get in, internal medicine, it was 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 competitive when I did mine. I wasn't, I didn't have so much like others. I was not as most brainy than others, but I, I packaged, I had a good portfolio. And psychiatry, as someone said, what about psychiatry? So, psychiatry is really easy. You get it. <laughs> psychiatry, you get it. One time, I don't even know why. I kept saying it. I don't know why most doctors in Nigeria are doing psychiatry in Nigeria. I swear that I don't know why they don't know this information. They should please come to the UK. They are looking for them here. There's round one, round two. And, and they get, they take you in. Like, it's easy, you know, they just, they, their exams, emergency medicine, my friends, someone asked about emergency medicine, I have three of my friends, they emergency medicine, you know, it's all about packaging your portfolio, that's the truth, so I don't understand why, for me, especially psychiatry though, I don't know why people in psychiatry in Nigeria do it's when it's readily available in the UK for them, it's just like, it's, it's to me, it's, they give you the, for psychiatry interview, they give you the question, that you're going to answer for your interview. They tell you to prepare the question and come to the interview. That's psychiatry interview. Uh, it's very, <laughs> to me, it's very straightforward. Like, my, me, they didn't give me a question. Like, internal medicine didn't give me a question. I just went there and it's three, it's three stations. What psychiatry told, gave you a question and said, prepare it and come for interview and we'll ask you what we gave you. Is that not a good thing? So please, if you're interested in psychiatry, please, UK is for you because it's straightforward. Six years, you're done. So, um, uh ups and gang also my friends got into ups and gang um so that was a good thing so training in uk is straightforward nobody i think people ahead of us made kind of make it look like it was complex and now the good news for you guys is that when i applied for my training then international medical graduates could only apply in round one no round two Ah, someone asked about dermatology. Sorry, dermatology is hard. <laughs> you have to do internal medicine, then after internal medicine, yes, internal medicine, then you now have to after internal medicine, you now have to do what is it now? You now have to apply for dermatology. So if you have except you have a good portfolio, means I have I can have my cousin now is doing diploma in dermatology. So maybe with her diploma she can stand a good chance you understand so you, you, your portfolio has to be strong because for the because dermatology you have to understand that the chilling courses in the uk the british like it you know things like rheumatology dermatology they are chilling so they don't need much work you understand so you are dealing you are, you are, you are going against the british so you need to you need to have pack you have to good portfolio you can't just come with nothing and expect to get it so if you have like a diploma in dermatology or a master's that's a good thing you know it, it buffs you with a with experience too and that that would buff a lot of things up so basically training is is all right so far it's a lot of taxing it's really taxing but um uh, boys it's good it's good it's a good it's a good um for all international medical graduates they've opened up round one for you all so that's excellent you know they opened it 2019 november so everybody can now apply in round one that was that's wonderful i when i applied i applied applied round two round two was the only time you can apply as a foreign graduate so it was tough 
because by then round one everybody has taken all the specialties all the sports and you are now struggling for a limited sport you know so i remember when in when i applied for internal medicine internal medicine had like three thousand slots that's round one but i couldn't apply in round one round two the slot was 520 so 520 old slots to apply for god knows how many people applied there were a lot of people that applied and end of the day, they just gave only that same 520, they, they give that 520. So, and it's not that the locations were like, okay, some places were in Wales, some places were in Scotland. So you now had to be fighting for the ones in London or around London. So it was just not nice. But now, see, you have round one, everybody. So you are lucky. And I think you should take that advantage immediately because coming to the UK right now is the best because you can get into your training program. As long as no surgery, even if US, US, I don't think US gives surgeries easily. So I think this surgery problem is worldwide because it's not like people are complaining. I'm like, well, even my friends that are in US didn't get surgery, they go internal medicine. So, uh, well, internal, internal medicine here, I can talk about my pathway. Internal medicine is three years. Three years. Now they make internal medicine, general med for three years. So you do internal general med for three years. Then after which you pick a specialty you want to do within three years you should have you're expected to pass your mrcp one two and your pieces so within three years you expect to pass all your exams and your exams they don't the college doesn't pay for your exams the college will only pay for your lessons but they won't pay for exams but there's really no lessons for part one and part two or there's lessons for parts the lessons for pieces is like one thousand pound 1400 pounds but the college will give you back 1000 pounds so that's all right then um after that there are different after internal medicine you get your certification you go for your graduation whatever if you pass your mrcp your diploma stuff in they give you they confer you with a title mrcp okay you can now apply for different specialties so you can go in for yeah radiology is straightforward but it's also very competitive because of the see anything chilly in this country remember that it's competitive <laughs> if you think of radiology think of them but it's radiology i have i'm not saying nigerian that i have two nigerian consultants in the hospital that in radiology so that's good it's a good thing um radiology pathway is very straightforward i actually radiology i think for them you should have passed i think mrcp or mrcs one or so then you should have done some rotations also in uh, radiology radiology or stuff like that i don't know but for internal medicine um it's straightforward you pass your three years internal medicine and you now apply for any specialty you can apply for cardiology work for your portfolio if you want to do cardiology <laughs> don't just sit down and say you know i'm going to do cardiology because cardiology is competitive also but you can get it you should just have you should just make sure that your rotations in your internal medicine when you select it rank high so that you can select cardiology then you can have a consultant that will be your referee that can stand for you that kind of thing so it depends on what specialty you want you know me i want to go for oncology so i've worked on my portfolio for oncology but i started i in training now i did cardiology and i kind of liked cardiology so it's kind of a dicey one for me if i should apply for cardiology oncology or maybe i'll do, apply for both anyone that gives me i'll take it that will be maybe a year or two yeah yeah a year a year or two from now so yeah so basically gp2 is excellent i don't know why people look down on gp gp is very very excellent i won't lie to you gp is three years 
it's chilling it's good and i don't know why people say oh gp i don't know how you see it in nigeria but i don't like to use gp is straightforward gp is three years it's 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 a lot of work in three years they shorten a lot of things in three years it's not simple as people make it seem that they are they are you see you see their curriculum for three years that's a lot of work in three years then when you come in three years you now become a gp you become a gp then you can learn gp in special interest there's gps for example someone that wants to do dermatology can do special interest in dermatology as a gp you can do so gp has a lot of pathways in, and to me it's all right because you'll be any money as a consultant as a gp after three years and finding your other pathways so yeah so for me guys uk is a straightforward I, I don't know if there's any questions you can ask me but UK pathway straightforward. It's 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 daunting because uh, you might face problems with visa along the line. You might get bans with visa. You know, visa application is not like oh you do it once you get it. So you might get bans. You might fail part one. You might fail IELTS. You might fail part two. Whatever happens is that you just keep doing it. Because end of the day, the journey continues. You understand? Why would you want to go from GP into psychiatry? Don't don't stress yourself. See, psychiatry is straightforward here. Once you <laughs> apply, <laughs> apply your application for round one in UK is November. Round two is um, I think round two is February. In this country, they only do is twice they do their applications November and February. So know the timing to plan yourself to enter the country. So most times I came into the country in May. And then it was round two, so I had to wait in February to apply because everybody starts training in August in this country, except GP that does August and February. But all other training is once August, pediatrics is September. So I don't know anybody that wants to. Okay, salary. Mm. Uh, depending. That's why I say jobs, 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 jobs. Like my job was, if you are coming to the country, I believe everybody, if you have, the, the money is based on your level of experience so usually level of experience above four years five years they give you like a total of fifty-five thousand pound fifty-six thousand like that if you negotiate well everything is negotiation so don't be quick don't rejoice too quick when you get a small money and say oh this is big money no no um that's big money so so you have to negotiate your salary but for training everybody's salary is the same so that's not your problem but non-training job you know is you negotiate for a good money um for regions where you want to practice you have to rank high if you rank well then you can get into basically anywhere you want high rank gets your location low rank get wherever they put you <laughs> basically <laughs> so yeah yeah so if you plan on most people that have spouse they always read they always make sure they rank very high so that they can rank the same region so if you're coming with your spouse as a doctor you know tough you know how to make sure you really rank high to get the same region so that's how it is so basically that's that's the pathway for uk and uh, if there's any question i think i've missed a lot because it's Honestly, it's a broad. My, my journey took me. I entered the country in 2018, so yeah. So my journey took me a while. But most people, if you have the money, it takes them. Yeah, it usually takes a year, even with the money, because of the timing. Yeah, remember that the exams are not like oh, when you get it, you book. No, 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 no. 
it's always tough to get bookings most times so i'm done if there's any question you can ask me thank you very much uh, i thank you very much for even agreeing to jump on this on such short notice yeah i know so, <laughs> thank you very much so um i will just um usually i would want um people to be able to ask questions while talking so if you have a question please put up your hand there is a way to raise your hand on zoom or i'll just call out those who have put questions via the chat so um Salama, no, Salama's question looks like it's going to take long. So let's try Lulu's question first. So Lulu, you can just unmute your mic and ask your question. You need to unmute Hi, your mic. Hi. Hello. Yeah. So um, I was asking, do you have to work there for a while first or you can apply for residency immediately after PLAB 2? I'll advise you to get experience. The UK is not it's not merciful to failure. Yeah, your image. Let me tell you what UK is. Your image, your first impression matters in the UK. And the UK system, no matter where you've worked in the, in the Nigeria, wherever, is different. For the first for the first six months, you feel like you are in a different world. I'll just tell you the truth. Most people tell you, yes, apply, come and start. Let me tell you the truth. You're applying with people that have gone through the system in FY1. That's house, house officer, house job. They don't have a job. They've done um, NYSC. I'm, I'm just saying they are equivalent. They've done they've done FY year one, year two. They, some of them are taking a year out. So they've done three years in the UK, as in their citizens, before they now apply for GP training. Now imagine starting as a, you just came in after part two and started training. You don't know how to use the systems. You don't know how to do nothing. And you're asking questions up and down. Everybody, your FY, you're supposed to be teaching your, your house officers. You're supposed to, you're not asking them, how do I do this? How do I do that? They, before you know it, they sent a report. That's one thing you should understand. They send a report to your educational supervisor that you are struggling. <laughs> Once that report goes in, that you are struggling, before you know it, they say you are struggling. They don't think you are coping with training. Before you know it, you know, because here they, they they smile with you at your back reports flies up and down so you need to stand your ground you need to know hold your ground that's the most important thing in this country if you don't have to hold your ground it's a big problem like i do my best wherever i am when i see an img wherever i am i try my best to push them through like if i'm working like recently i was working in cardiology and there's a new there's a new registrar that came from Nigeria. This is somebody that is a consultant. Not, 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 not from, sorry, not from Nigeria. That came from Pakistan. She's a new. She's a, she's a consultant in her field. She's fellow. She has a fellowship in cardiology. She's a consultant. But she came into the country. She's it's registrar level cardiology world. She's struggling. This is someone that when we're discussing, you know, she's someone that does echoes. She's she's good, but she's she's not understanding the system, like oh, this has to be done. This has, so she was struggling for a while, a while till I came in to the department for my rotation, my training rotation. And I found out that she was struggling with many things. She didn't even know many things going on. I started explaining to her, okay, like this, like this. If someone does, I will explain, if something happens on the board, I will explain it to her. Like, see, this is how, what they're expecting from you. You know, presentation matters to them. Packaging matters to the UK. So I had to explain many things to her. It was after I left, I got an email from the consultant. I didn't know if they were watching me. I got an email from the consultant that they want to thank me for helping 
the registrar that her confidence has increased since I left. My own is like, you have to help each other. Most, most INGs, what they do, which is not good, is that they, they let you struggle. Do you understand? They, they see you struggling and they want to take the glory. They want to take the shine. You understand? They want to, sh- you know, this kiss ass that happens a lot sometimes in Nigeria. They bring it here. So they want to show that they are good, better than you. So it's not, it's not a good thing. You understand? So what I advise people is see, apply. Like my friend that applied in November for pediatrics training, he came to the country in September. So when he came to the country in September, I told him you can apply in November because the training starts August. You see the difference? So you can apply so that at least you can go for the interviews and all those things in January. By the time in January, you would have stayed in the UK, September, October, November, December, January. Abby, that's five months. Then, uh, yeah, that, then you now, you now go for the interview. From interview, if you pass the interview, your training program starts with in August because everybody's tra- training program starts August at the same time. So, by then you would have now you will now work February, March, April, May, June, July. Then go and start in August. Do you understand the system? So if you if you come to the system, say I want to enter GP, that's fine. Apply. Do you understand? So if you come, for example, and get, uh, in, for example November, and the next application is February, please apply in February. But just know that you are going to start in August. So you you have time. So you know now that you don't have that luxury to waste. So that period you learn a lot. You understand? Learn a lot. Please learn a lot. That's what I would say. Learn a lot. Within that period, you have six months, seven months, learn a lot and start your training in August and kill it. Or don't just jump into training without getting at least six months experience. That's what I would advise anybody. Great. Thank you very much. So, um, Salama, do you want to go next? Just unmute your mic and ask the question. I've helped you unmute your mic so you can go now. Hello. 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 Um, good evening. Thank you for the presentation. Basically, I wanted to know how you can rank I, like what are the things you need to do to rank I. Then also, if you want to start with FY2, how do you go in for FY2 directly instead of training for this? I always advise, okay, let me start with the ranking high. Somewhere around here. I'll show you what a portfolio looks like. Just hold on, please. Let me bring it down. Okay, guys, while she's doing that, please, if you have okay. any questions, just put up your hand on Zoom. Okay, so basically, this is the portfolio. So when we say arrange your portfolio, this is what we call the portfolio. So, portfolio is this is what you're going on carry for the interview so this is what every british citizen basically has so in the portfolio to rank high there's some things you need to have which is compulsory so i'm just going to read through the basic things for example you should have if for example you have a master's i don't have a master's but if you have a master's that counts so that gives you a high point so it takes you up if you have honors for example in your university, you had prizes, honors. That would take you up. I didn't have that. Now, presentations and posters. Please, even the youth in Nigeria, it's easy to get all these things before you come to the UK. Please, you must have done loads of presentation in Nigeria. Get evidence that you did the presentation. Let your consultant sign something. You understand that you, you did presentations, you led the presentation. You know, um, 
you should have presentations. For example, audits in your hospital in Nigeria would be very easy. So you can do an audit, you can do a QI, you know, a quality improvement in your hospital. These are these are things that will help your portfolio. Teaching, medical students are everywhere. You could organize a teaching program that will run for three months or four months. And your consultants will sign you up that you've been teaching this medical student for four months. You that organize the training program. That will give you seven points in your portfolio. Leadership and management. If you are a leader in your in your school, you're a leader in in whatever organization you've led. Do you understand? Get evidence that you led these things. I think for leadership, you get seven points also. So imagine have seven points, seven points, fourteen points. So you are ranking, you are ranking, you are gathering points because you should, you should. If you rank, you should get greater than to rank really high. So for the interview, you should have at least greater than thirty points. So seven points here, seven points there, ten points in QI. 10, you know, um, achievement outside medicine doesn't have a point but to help you in your interview. So they want to see are you what are your social activities? They're going to be must ask you that in the interview. You understand? So you should you should you should try as much as possible to to get all this sorted. So in Nigeria, please, if you have teaching, if you are teaching students, get evidence. Don't do anything for free, please. In Nigeria, please. Any, even this volunteer for COVID, if they called you to do it, get evidence that you volunteer to do COVID, to to be a COVID whatever, whatever in Nigeria. Make sure you don't do nothing for free. Make sure you get evidence. Paper evidence is key. Um, audit. And when I was a house officer in Nigeria, I did audit for consultants. I didn't know. They just, I just gave I collected data. They you know they never gave me certificate saying that oh this person collected data for me please collect evidence from whatever you do for me. nothing is free please not your time is not free so if you can if you are doing audit for any consultant collect evidence if you are going to write help them with their paper public that's most important one said publication of paper if you are involved in all these paper publications for a consultant make sure your name is there not as a, as at all as make sure your name is part of people there so that it can be it's a citable paper so please, these are the things that make you rank high for the interview. So once you rank high for the interview, you now, that should be greater than 30 points. You go for the interview. Interview is three stations. You now rank high again. You score high there because they will ask you ethics, one clinical questions, and talk about yourself. Stage That's portfolio station. So if you rank high there also, they add it to your initial marks and you get higher. Do you understand? And they will now rank you from maybe 1,000 people applied and you scored maybe out of 1,000, you scored high, maybe 800, they will now rank all of you. So out of the 1,000, maybe you are now ranked 30 out of 1,000. Oh boy, you've got to where you are going to go now. <laughs> you understand? So whatever you want to, to where you want to go, you go. So you, if, you rank, if you rank high, you should get, I think I rank 62 or so. So you should rank, just try and rank as much as you can. That's what I would advise. So, sorry, seriously, that's not a problem. You understand so if you come to the uk you have mentors trust me there's um there's a good facebook there's a wonderful facebook group national uh, nigerians in the uk find them go and go there and add and just be there you have a lot of big guys that are there so they can always those ones are, are higher most of them are some of them are consultants in the uk so that's good so you should try and be on such groups please um it's on the facebook platform so that's also a good place to be they, they mentor people there also so that's good then the beaming whatsapp groups are different that's those ones are the ones that focus i know most people don't want to go to facebook and be commenting because you don't want their identity to be seen by 
people. So that's where the mini Facebook, mini WhatsApp group comes in. That one, at least, at least you are, you all know yourself. So you did the exam together, you work together, you know yourself. So um, that during the process, you guys can help yourself with training jobs. So please don't don't go through the process alone, basically. Any questions? So any other questions, anybody? Does anyone else have any other questions? Okay, good. Um, Ire has a question. You can unmute your mic. I've unmuted it. Just ask. It's not really a question. I got lost because my internet is connected. After... um, this thing after plaque two, then when I came back, you were talking about GMC registration. So, like, what did you say between plaque two and? No, don't worry. I I took notes, so I'll share the notes with you. Packaging. I'll share the notes with you. Okay, that's. I'll share the notes with you. Don't worry. Yes, I took. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Does anyone else have any other questions? Okay, thank you very much, Doctor. Yeah. We are exceedingly grateful. And yeah. I know I dragged you out of a very busy yeah. schedule, but What's I'm so it? glad this happened and I'm so glad that you were part of it. Yeah, so thank question. you sorry. everyone. Sorry, it's a question um, someone asked me. Yeah? Sorry, it's a question someone asked me. I just remember okay. you. She's talking about FY2 position for job, yeah. Sorry, I didn't okay. ask that question. Yeah, sorry. Uh, if you had more than four years' experience, settle, don't settle for FY2 post. Settle for CT1, CT2 level. Once you're applying for jobs, that's more money. Yeah? So, FY2 is going backwards. And so, it doesn't really help with your career development. So, if you are looking for jobs, just go for FY CT1. CT1 slash CT2 level is, um, how do I put that level? It's just like being, in, for example, if you're in training, year one, year one training, year two training. So, if you feel, I think most of us that are, that graduated, at least you finish your F- NYSC, you should have passed that level of being an FY2. You understand what I mean? So you go into CT1 level. CT1 level for internal medicine is a lot of work, but it's you will learn. That's the truth. You learn a lot of work. You learn you learn a lot of things. A lot of things to be learned and learned. A lot of a lot of just a lot of things. So don't don't get yourself backwards. You understand? But if you are someone that just finished NYSC, yes. Staying with FY2 job is good. It will help you with your continued career pro- progression. Yeah, I'm coming from. So, you finished house job, you don't want to do NYC in Nigeria. Yes, perfect. Go for FY2 job. You just finished NYC in Nigeria, you're not still confident you can do an ST1 or a year one post, then you can just go for FY2. Or please, if you've done, seriously, if anybody in Nigeria has graduated, that have at least two years experience after NYC. Don't go to it. Don't don't take a job in FY2. You're just going to be back home. Um, for medicine, what's expected from you? You're expected to know stuff to teach your teach to teach. And um, if there's anything, you can always ask 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 people. 
you know and i'm always some someone that is easily available to help people anyway so most people that in the uk they ask me for help I, I i always help them when it comes to career so that's not a problem so if you need help at any point in time or you are struggling with your post you know you could always reach out and we will always help that's the thing if you feel like i, I can do it fine you understand but fy2 post what what does it entail because i think i might be speaking in okay fy2 post is just um you can discharge patients you don't have so much responsibilities you can it's, it's a mild job really but people still expect a lot from you um an st1 post you can you now do more you understand for example if you're in medicine an st1 should know how to do a chest drain should know how to do an aesthetic drain should know how to set lines i think for us we, we are very good at setting lines so that's a good thing so setting lines um reading ECGs. So if you're not good with ECGs, it's just good to just attend a course online. There are a lot of courses, um, masters, a lot of courses online for ECGs. So you can practice that. Um, here, I think most people come into the UK, they have missed, their first problem is ECGs. But don't worry, it's not as hard as you think. With time, there's always support on the floor. You have a registrar. Registrars are like your seniors. So they're always ready to help. If you don't know anything, act, act, act. Don't don't pretend you know, you know. Act, act, act. But some at a point when you start acting too much, you know, they feel that you're not developing. So try and develop as much as possible as much as you can and try and do as much as you can, basically. Um basically that's that. So if you want to get a good job, at least city one level, the basic, if I remember is thirty seven thousand nine hundred and something that's just basic so it depends on now your call duty so medicine jobs don't really have problem with call duties because we do lots of calls um surgery to do they do a lot of calls too so you won't have problem with these jobs medicine is always available there are a lot of jobs uh, medicine jobs really you do in four weeks you do i think you have three weekends no two week two weekends free then two weekends on something like that so depending um so eight hour shift 12 hour shifts um like i did nights so you have two nights three two nights three days off come back and do more nights there's some days off again things like that so you should just be able to hold your ground and uh, when you come to the country please do your als and uh, to help you put your leg on the ground faster um, so try and immediately ask to get your ALS sorted out so that we are strong those that want to do ED ED is a fantastic place to be in those that are interested to be ED doctors yeah I think it's a wonderful prof- profession six years six years and they are done and it's wonderful they have a lot of the consultants in ED are very supportive it's a good job to start with also so don't be afraid of applying for any emergency department job because you're going to always always have support there's always a consultant always a consultant always a senior registrar on the shop floor so you're not going to have problems with that a lot of support compared to medicine medicine the consultants really maybe once a week you see them but you see what ed ed you have support so if you feel like if you want to apply for a job in ed and you're scared don't be scared ed has good support the first two months might be shaky, but after that, you'll be fine. Right. Oof, this is this is this has been very enlightening. Thank you so much for oh, agreeing to be part of this. 
can you um drop maybe your twitter handle for people who may want to follow or dm or something Oh, yeah, um, so guys if you want to text her you can just follow her on Twitter and send the DM that's how I got her to come and speak to us today she's really nice and approachable and all that but please don't bombard her thank you all right <laughs> yeah, thank I you think. everyone thank you for joining thank you I'll rest now <laughs> thank you so much everybody it was nice meeting everybody <laughs> yes. thank you all right okay all right. guys bye bye all right bye